patients with acute coronary syndromes do better with bivalirudin than with heparin. This finding has come out of the ACUITY study presented to the recent American College of Cardiology annual meeting by Greg Stone from New York. The investigators found that after one year, patients on bivalirudin had fewer major bleeding events than those who received heparin. I visited Harvey White at Auckland City Hospital in New Zealand to get his comments on the ACUITY trial. The ACUITY trial was an important trial which randomised uh, three treatments in almost 14,000 patients in contemporary trial with an invasive strategy. So the plan was to go to the cath lab within 72 hours, and most patients did uh, within 24 hours, and about 60% of patients got PCI. The randomizations were to unfractionated heparin or enoxaparin with a 2B3A receptor antagonist, or bivalirudin plus a 2B3A receptor antagonist, or to bivalirudin. And the results that are uh, most interesting are the comparison between bivalirudin alone and the heparins plus 2B3A receptor antagonists. So tell us a bit more about that comparison. What were the results? Well, what was interesting was at 30 days, there was almost a 50% reduction in bleeding uh, with bivalirudin and no difference in an ischemic uh, composite. When you see 12-month follow-up studies, they're usually not that interesting. We've had a number of studies with fibrinolysis, for example, looking at reinfarction, and we've followed the patients, and there's no difference at 12 months. What's been fascinating recently is that we now have three studies, and Acuity is the third one, uh, the replaced to a study with bivalirudin, and an OASIS trial with Fonda Paranox, showing that bleeding occurring in hospital translates to bad outcomes long term. And that's one of the fascinating things about the 12-month follow-up of the acuity uh, patients. We've seen less bleeding events for patients receiving bivalirudin as compared to heparin. What can you tell me about the bleeding rates that we saw within this comparison? Well, the fascinating thing about these results is that it again uh, confirms the important relationship between iatrogenic bleeding and subsequent uh, mortality. And remember, the acuity definition of major bleeding was a very wide, all-encompassing one. It included, for example, five-centimetre groin hematomas. And yet that definition had a hazard ratio of mortality at 12 months of uh, 2.9. And what was really interesting is that this risk continued after 30 days. We don't know why that is. Uh, my view is it may relate to the cessation of important therapies like aspirin, clopidogrel, both of which have been shown to reduce mortality by 20%. It may relate to uh, an effect on uh, nitric oxide. It may uh, relate to uh, the effects of uh, transfusion, or it may just be an innocent traveller. But I don't think uh, that's the reason. I think it's probably related to cessation of antiplatelet therapy. This is the third study that has shown uh, this important uh, relationship. And uh, Greg Stone presented the mortality rates for patients who didn't have a myocardial infarction or bleeding, and that was 3.4%. If a patient had a myocardial infarct, the risk was 8.6%, so two and a half times higher. And it was three and a half times higher if you had a major bleed, 12.5%. What about if you had both? The mortality was 28.9%, almost 30%. 
nine times higher than if you didn't have an infarct or bleeding. So both of these things are very important. They occur even with contemporary management, and we must do better, both with reducing periprocedural infarcts and reducing bleeding. Is this evidence enough to suggest that potentially bivalirudin could become a standard of therapy over heparin? A conservative view would be that it's an appropriate substitute. A more positive point of view would be that bivalirudin is much easier to use. The nurses like it. You don't have to do any uh, tests for APTT, for example, and it's cost-effective. We're waiting for uh, fuller analysis from the ACUITY trial, but preliminary analysis shows that it's uh, cost-effective. It results in decreased bleeding, and that is a a real benefit for patients. It doesn't... uh, prolong hospitalisation, and it seems that this is uh, tracks with long-term bad outcomes in terms of mortality. So what is the bottom line here for clinicians faced with acute coronary syndrome patients? I think when a patient goes early to the cath lab, which is what the guidelines uh, uh, recommend, that bovalorudin is an excellent uh, choice, the reduction in bleeding of 50%, the ease of use, and and cost-effectiveness as well. Enoxaparin is also an uh, attractive agent if you go to the cath lab a little bit later, so uh, 24 to 48 hours. And then, of course, we have the factor 10A inhibitor fondaparinox, which has had some really incredible results, really, uh, with a reduction in both major bleeding and mortality compared to enoxaparin. So I think you have a choice. Uh, which is related to the timing of going to the cath lab. You'll note that I haven't mentioned unfractionated heparin. I think that's a very difficult uh, drug to use, and it's associated with excessive bleeding, and that can be very costly uh, to patient care. That was Harvey White speaking to me at Auckland City Hospital in New Zealand. For the Audio Journal of Cardiovascular Medicine, I'm Sarah Maxwell.